All right, welcome back. So it was a Navy SEAL mission gone awry. It happened off the coast of Somalia when U.S. forces recovered Iranian warheads. And and this is something that uh, myself and my next guests have talked about extensively is this involvement with with Iran, especially with with Yemeni backed militants uh, that have been that have been uh, issuing attacks on U.S. assets and other allies in the region and, and Iran's blatant attempts to to arm militants in the region is not new, but it is seem to be escalating. Danny Davis is a senior fellow and military expert at Defense Priorities, and he joins us. Uh, Danny, it's great to have you back. You bet. Glad to be back. Uh, so, so U.S. forces found these warheads in the process. Uh, two seals were were lost at sea. Uh, we haven't had any identification on who those seals were. Um, but but these munitions looked like they were headed towards towards Yemen. What did you make of this discovery? Yeah, it's the first time since 2019 that we have uh, made such an interdiction in there. But we know for sure that this kind of stuff happens on a routine basis. I mean, that's where Yemen gets most of its stuff. They they do have some capacity to to domestically produce uh, a bunch of their weapon systems, and although I'm sure a lot of the technology also came from uh, Iran. But it's not surprising because now that you know they're they're firing a lot of these missiles, they've significantly ramped up how much uh, ordnance that they fire. So it makes sense that they would have tried to get more from Iran. Uh, you know, and on the one hand, it, it looks like yeah, it's pretty good on the U.S. to be able to identify just some random ship. You know, it wasn't even a ship; it was a they called it a Dow. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a, a smaller vessel. You know, and there's thousands of ships that are out there that they were able to identify. This is pretty good. But we also got to recognize this is like, you know, some of those drug interdictions you see where they get, you know, 50 kilos of cocaine or whatever. It's a drop in the bucket and and it's not going to change anything, I'm afraid. Well, and you you brought up a great point. I mean, in terms of the amount of traffic that makes its way through that waterway for every boat found, how many boats do you think carrying munitions like this aren't found? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you can look since this is the first time since 2019 we've gotten one. You imagine that all the rest of them have probably gotten through, and we can only speculate as to the number that there are. But it, it's clearly a, a pretty significant amount of uh, of transit that's you know, been going on and, and trade that's been uh, being delivered from Iran into the Houthis. That's uh, you know, they probably do some via air. They 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 get their supplies a lot of ways. But the bottom line is that. Uh, this is likely a, a, just a rare interdiction, and it's not going to have any impact, and, and probably it's going to continue on. In terms of of Iran, Iran's involvement here, again, it doesn't it doesn't uh, surprise anyone to the fact that that they are are backing a lot of these rebels. In this case, of the Houthis, which is where these munitions are were expected to to probably land. But in terms of of Iran's involvement in what's happening in the Middle East, particularly um, with, with some of these rebel groups that seem to have uh, Israel cornered to a certain extent. Do you believe that they are becoming a little more brazen in their efforts to 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 provide aid and munitions to a lot of these groups? Well, look, I, I mean, we got to view things in the context that they are and we got to call things what they are. And it's not that Iran or not that Israel is being cornered in. 
Israel has lost a massive war uh, against the, the um, Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Now, obviously, that started because of what Hamas did on October 7th, and Israel's completely justified in going after the people that did it. But it's also critical how they go about doing it. And there are laws of warfare that have to be followed, and there are international norms that we support that have to be followed. And when they aren't, there's consequences to that. And there's tens of thousands of people, innocent people in, in Palestine who are paying for the price of it. And it's not surprising that it's angering the Arab world throughout. So it makes, you know, what had already been a low level problem with some of these groups, because like they've been attacking American forces in, in Iraq and Syria for a long time. It just it was kind of low level stuff and it didn't get much media, but it was happening. But now all of this has been supercharged and all of the Yemen stuff, the Houthis, is exclusively as a result of Israel's war against the Palestinian people. It didn't even start until the 17th. So once it started getting bad, that's what happened. And this is unfortunately just the consequence of war. And it's what we have to deal with. So, yeah, they are definitely at a higher level now, but it's because of the war going on in Israel and Hamas. Uh, this comes as uh, new reports of U.S. airstrikes hitting Houthi missiles uh, in, in Yemen. It, you mentioned that Israel lost the war. Is that a do you think that's um, in the world of public opinion? Do you feel that way or do you feel like from a from an X's and O's standpoint, they're doing something that that is is going to be costly to them down the road? Well, I didn't say they lost the war. I said that they're they're pursuing a path that can't be successful. They they are trying to accomplish with military means a political outcome that's just not going to happen. Which is they want to bring peace to their people, reasonably so. But the course of action that they've chosen is not going to be successful, and in fact, it's going to end up with more insecurity than it did because the stated objective is to destroy Hamas. And that sounds fine on the surface of it, but how they're going about it is they are killing so many innocent people. Uh, and you're talking, you know, tens of thousands and, and, and millions have been put to flight, you know, and, and almost all of them have lost their homes there. And so you're making an incredibly angry population in the Gaza Strip and in the West Bank and, and among Arabs in the region. So all that does is generate more hatred for Israel and potentially more targets and more anger. Now, you also simultaneously see that Israel is taking the fight to Hezbollah. They're, they have a border exchange that they have almost from the beginning of that. That's continuing on. And then now Israel is assassinating leaders in Syria. They're assassinating leaders in Lebanon. Uh, and and all every time they do that, the other side vows revenge. And so that the cycle just keeps accelerating and Israel gets even less secure. So the, their desire is to kill all Hamas and suddenly there'll be peace. And it's just not going to happen because there'll be so many more enemies at the end, even if they succeed, that they're going to have less security. And that's what's so anguishing to me. In, in terms of of the warning that the U.S. sent to Iran um, in the days following October 7th, I believe the administration's uh, phrasing to Iran was don't, meaning don't get involved, don't yeah. escalate things. Do you feel like Iran is heeding that warning? And, and if not, what, what are the ramifications here? Of course they're not. I mean, that, I, I think the, the ramifications are, you know, we make these big public statements like that, you know, trying to be tough. And then when you see this stuff just keep happening, we see the Houthis, you know, all the, the, the missiles that we fired, and they're going to continue on fighting. You see all the, the strikes that we had in Iraq and in Syria and the assassinations that we've had of the Iraqi leaders in Baghdad even. 
And you see, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't deter anybody. It just makes them do more. So it makes us look feckless. So if you're going to go in with these little pinpricks here and trying to get things to stop and then it doesn't, now then you're in a worse shape because now then you either have to significantly expand or being seen as backing down. And both of those are bad for America. But this is just because we have a bad you know, strategy going in here. So it's not going to work, and it's just going to make things worse for us. Yeah, and it, it, it does feel a little bit empty, and it feels like Iran is, is a little bit more emboldened uh, because I, maybe they call the U.S.'s bluff if they don't feel like they're going to back anything up with those words. Uh, Danny Davis, always good to catch up. Thanks for your time and expertise, as always. We'll talk again soon. All right, we got to take a break. More coming up next on JR Afternoon.